0: Dear King, what is going on? Like honestly, what is going on in the world today? So many questions that need answers, but more than that, so many people that need healing. So many lessons that needs to be learned and shared. Partner with me, oh Father, in this journey of discovery. On behalf of myself and the Royals, heal us, restore us, make us new, and we'll be faithful to tell the world that you did it. Sealed with love, Pia. What's up, Royals? It's you guys, it's Pia. Welcome back into the Dear King podcast. Yo, are you still asleep? Did you enjoy Thanksgiving? know that you are probably still full. I really pray that you are not still eating that food though. I'm just I'm just gonna keep it hundred with you. I only eat it the next day. I sure hope you put them leftovers in the trash or gave it to the people on the on the street that needed it most because child listen you don't need to be eating those calories every single day okay no all right well I hope you enjoyed your week I really really do enjoy talking to you here in the podcast and engaging with you throughout the week. So you know I have some royal roll calls to give out right now. Shout out to Be Rich Queen. I love you. I love you for always showing up in the comments. I love you for how you embrace the affirmations and leave your extra sauce on them in the comments. It's amazing. I just love it, love it, love it. Shout out to Miss Sharon. Ma'am, I just love you, too. Thank you for showing all of the love. Thank you for constantly engaging on Facebook. I see you, queen. Shout out to you. And lastly, shout out to Miss Tamika Fisk. She has a prayer journal that is available on Amazon, and it's called Tell Him Not Them. Okay? Because we get caught up in the gossip, and we get caught up in sharing all of our dirty laundries to people that can do nothing for us. So I love the spin that she put on that, Tell Him, Not Them. And it is full of scriptures and pages for you to write down your heart's desires to God. And that girl be praying, Okay. She has a really, really huge heart. So please, y'all, go support her. You can check her out on Instagram at tell him underscore not them, and you can go there to get all the information you need on the prayer journal. I got mine. Go get yours. Okay. Listen, if you have someone that is doing something great that I can support, or that we need to get um, awareness to, if they're doing something great and something dope. Make sure you let me know at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com so that I can feature them during the royal roll call, okay? I just want to shout y'all out for doing great or for supporting your girl. I love you, royals. I see you. And this is just my way of saying that. I'm holding space for you, um, and I just want to be there to say that you're doing great things, all right? So that's the royal roll call. Your favorite segment is up next these are things you should and should not do you should know your friends pray pray okay these are the facts these are my facts not to be confused with take pia to court facts these are not like we'll hold up against the law of the land facts these are just things that I think you should consider while you're going about your everyday life. And this week's facts are brought to you by your family and friends. Listen, this is some etiquette, some rules that you should apply when you are visiting your family and friends and their home. First things first, don't go in their refrigerator. Mm Mm-mm, don't do that. First of all, before I open my refrigerator, I wash my hands. You coming into my house talking about what you got something to drink, you got something to eat, and opening my refrigerator, that is rude. Don't do that. Ask me for something. I will tell you if I have it. If I want to share it, I will provide it. Don't open my refrigerator. Number two, don't sit on my bed with your outside clothes on. Why do people do that? First of all, if you follow me into my room, it's likely that I'm going to pick something up, going to grab my jacket, grab my keys off my, my dresser. Like, I'm going in there to get something real quick. We're not hanging out in my room. But more importantly, why would you sit on my bed? Like, this is where I lay my head at night. What would make you put your outside clothes on my bed sheets? Don't do that, okay? Number three, offer to take your shoes off. In the day of COVID-19 and all of the other things that are outside, me and my family, we have inside shoes. We have inside shoes and we have outside shoes. If you come into my house, just as soon as you get to the stairs, please just take your shoes off. And absolutely under no circumstances would you march up this my carpeted stairs with your shoes on. That is a no-no. If you go to somebody's house, offer to take your shoes off, okay? Next don't be all in their personal stuff. Okay, if you see some mail on the counter, go, don't go flipping through it. I don't know. Th- this really happens to me, and I hope I'm helping somebody right now. But people literally will flip through stuff. Like, sit on your couch and just look at stuff. Like, what's this? Where you get this from? A gift bag can be sitting on your... Who's this for? Like, mind your business, Okay. Mind your business. This is my personal stuff. This is in my house. Next, don't wake up a sleeping baby. I was just at my sister's house today, and literally, I don't ring her doorbell anymore. I text her, like, hey, I'm outside. Why? Because you never know if that baby is asleep. Don't come in there being loud in people's house, Don't be laughing all out. Don't go touching the baby like, oh, they're so cute. Like, don't do that. Let that baby go to sleep. You don't have to be up with it all night. And lastly, don't wear out your welcome. If you hear stuff like, so what else you got to do today? Or, whew, I got to go to the grocery store. I got to get ready to cook dinner. Make your exit. It is time for you to prepare to leave. They are inviting you to the exit door. They have had enough. So I'm just trying to give you fair warning. These are things that people want you to consider before you decide to come visit them at their home. These are the facts. They are not up for discussion. I hope you run with them. How do I find community? I get this question a lot because I'm always talking about community. It's hard to know who you can trust what circle of influence people belong in the old folks used to tell us you are doing good if you have two or three good friends and that is true i will say my intimate circle is rather small but the circles on the outside are always shifting this is really tough but i decided to try and talk it out here with y'all so right now when we hear you need community or find your tribe The working definition is a fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Attitude. A settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. You cannot be in community as a believer with unbelievers. Okay? 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 16 says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, Come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them, says the Lord. Now, somebody's going to say Jesus hung with sinners. Yes, he did hang out with sinners, but he hung out with them to convert them. You cannot be vulnerable where you are serving. A good community requires intimacy and vulnerability and a safe place. You are not safe among people that are ready to judge every move you make because they are used to being judged. So your inner circle, tribe or community must believe what you believe as it pertains to God in all major moral standards. Interest or lifestyle. You should have shared interests. Child, don't nobody wanna be bored hanging out with somebody. So think about what you enjoy doing. Reading, movies, music, food, are you a Disneyland fanatic like me? Are you a parent or a caregiver? Are you a spouse? Are you an entrepreneur? When you focus on looking for people that share a similar life as you, it's easier to find common ground and build from there. Jesus spoke in parables a lot when he spoke to crowds that followed him. Most of these stories were about farming. Farming. I don't think it's because he ran out of things to talk about. I know it's because he needed to speak a language they could understand. All of the parent memes throughout the pandemic made me giggle. But my friends who reposted them felt them down in their soul, okay? That parent-teacher-principal job that they had y'all doing during the pandemic was tough. But you were able to find a slew of people that understood you. From there, support groups, group chats, Facebook groups, and so much more was created. This was all in an effort to support and encourage through the journey. Goals. Not too long ago, I posted on the socials that I needed a co-working buddy to get some things done and check off my to-do list. It's really hard for me to work alone, but I don't need a distraction. I needed someone who was also going to be working and we could hold each other accountable, share some insights and leave lighter than we came in. It's the mere fact that you are joined with someone who is also chasing down a goal that you accomplish yours. This is why community is important. Recently, I shouted out my girl, Jamie, who is on the Dear King team. She was instrumental in the success of season one. She was with me every step of the way, and when I have people helping me with anything, I always pray for them. My prayer for everyone helping me with the podcast last season was that they be given vision from God and seeds to sow that they would feel purpose and useful in the kingdom of God, which would give them fuel to run on. Not only that, but that it would give them a tangible reward— so when Jamie shared with me her goals for her dance company, I kept asking her, what's going on with Inspire? What do you need? What's keeping you from moving on? I sent her small, gentle nudge texts to make sure that she always knew someone cared, found value in her vision, and supported it. A major key to finding community is accountability for the goals you've set. Now, she had a personal company slash ministry goal, but your community can help you with some real challenging goals too. It could be for the man who found the one, but is struggling because he has never been faithful in a relationship before. Or to the couple wanting to abstain from sex until they get married. It could be accountability for the woman who needs to recover from alcoholism. Or like me, leaning on my friends who watched me take vows before God to fight for my marriage in the rockiest season it had seen. You can't talk about covenant friends without talking about Jonathan. Jonathan, son of Saul, made a covenant with David. The Bible says Jonathan loved David as himself. They both loved God and had devoted their lives to him. They had mutual interest in keeping Israel safe from their enemies. Both were warriors in battle. Jonathan admired David for his bravery, but he had plenty of bravery of his own. He was nearly killed by his father covering for David, but he did it to protect the goal. Jonathan knew why Saul hated David so much. He knew that David was anointed to replace his father as king, which even meant that he himself wouldn't be king. Jonathan knew he was anointed for the position And he protected God's future king with his whole life, pushing David to go and be great. So where do you find your community? Everywhere. At your church, at your job, on social media, at your gym. You got to talk to people and get to know them. Be open to even new people. Just because you've had a circle of friends for a long time doesn't mean that's all you have or that you haven't outgrown them. You don't have to disown them, but you can start a new well to draw from that will serve you in this season you're in today. You can have an encounter with someone in the grocery store while you wait to check out that could change your life. Let me pray for you. Lord God, send us covenant friends. Send us Jonathans and Davids that no matter that they are on opposite sides of the will. David being the successor and Jonathan being the son of the person that's leaving office. Somehow they found friendship and a covenant relationship that would serve Jonathan even after his death and would help David to get into his next position. Lord, send us hers and Anthony's that would hold up our arms like they did for Moses, when we are in heated situations, when we are in the height of battle, Lord God, somebody that will hold our arms up so that we will continue to maintain victory in our lives. We need real community. We need a tribe that follows us, that rallies us, but more importantly, that rallies each other, that we are all equal participants in the excesses of one another. Lord, you don't even do life alone. You have the Holy Spirit and Jesus right by your side. Each person of the Trinity has their own value, has their own source, has their own function. And so God, we want that. We want a community that functions individually and collectively, where we can do Real things where we can recover, where we can grow in real ways in this life right now. Lord God, I pray that for everyone that we are attracting the people of God that we need to push us to grow us up to go to the next level. We want to enjoy life, we want to laugh, we want to have the greatest time, we want to celebrate, we want to cry, we want to laugh. We want to fill all the things with the community that will hold strong and weather all the storms, God. You haven't left us in this world to be on our own, and so send us the people that are for us, and send us the people that need us. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hey, if you're my friend and you haven't got to know Jesus as your Savior, you haven't accepted him in your life, and you're not even sure how you can do that. But today you heard me encourage you that you need community and you decided, I don't want to do life without God. I don't want to do life without the Holy Spirit by my side. I want to invite you to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, which will in turn give you the greatest gift of all in the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is say this prayer. You can say it wherever you're listening, whether you're in the gym, at work, At home, wherever you are, you can say this prayer, and God will meet you there. Say, Dear Lord, I love you for loving me. Thank you for choosing me. This day, I accept your son, and I believe that he lived, he died, and he rose again just for me. Lord God, take me and change me. Make me new. In camp, angels around me, give me community, and I'll be careful to love you in exchange. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, I really can't think of a greater thing that you could have done with your time today. You have literally changed your life for the better, and today is the first day of the best days of your life. I want to be a part of that. So please, if you just made that decision, send me an email at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com so that I can give you a big virtual hug, resource you, and let you know all that God has in store for you. You are not alone. I am now part of your community. Hey, y'all, I don't want to leave you guys without a word to hold on to. I want you to say this word, get it deep down in your spirit. Repeat it over and over and over. Write it down until you believe it. All this week, I want you to say this I have the vibe that will attract a powerful tribe. Okay, one more time. I have the vibe that will attract a powerful tribe. (laughs) That's right. Say that. Okay. I'm so proud of you guys. I am so, so proud of how you have embraced these words, how you have sent me messages that these words are encouraging you. Listen, these are actual words that I sit with. This is a piece of my study time. When people send me questions or I have conversations with people, I really go down and ask God, what is this all about? That is why this podcast is called Dear King, because I go before the Lord and then I come here and I talk to you guys about what I went before the Lord about and then I pray with you and then I encourage you to go pray and see God for yourself and then we have these words that we say over ourselves and invite the Holy Spirit to stay with us and and affirm those words with us and so that is why we meet here and that is why I'm so proud that you continue to meet me in this safe space I hope that you will engage with me and continue to do so on the socials this week. I'm going to continue to send you good vibes, all the prayer on the stories and the verses and the affirmations and the snippets. I hope you share all of those things. If this is blessing you, sow it into someone else. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and rate this podcast and leave us a review. It just helps other people know what you're getting from this podcast. So it encourages them to click it and see it for themselves. And I would really, really appreciate that. Share whatever platform you're listening to with your friends. And I just would love you so much for it. But listen, I love you big anyway, and I will see you right here next week. Goodbye, Royals.